All right, so last week we discussed uh, Shaiva, the type of Tfilah Shaiva. Today we're going to discuss the next Mahalach and Tfilah, the next type of Tfilah, which is Rina. Rina literally means to sing. And the uh, as we're familiar, many of our styles of davening involve singing. Not only literal singing, but expressions of song. And going back, the Shem Shem Pinkus is teaching us that there's ten unique ways of davening, and we have to know how these ways to daven work and when and when they're supposed to be expressed. For example, if a person were to ask, the example he gave, a person were to ask in the first blessing of Shemona Esrei um, for things, you're not properly using tefillah because the first blessing of Shemona Esrei is a blessing of of praise, and it's about how we're connected to Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, and that, that's what makes our kawach of tefillah unique, and the time to request is later on, so you could be, every, every, a person could be incredibly sincere, but just mishandling when and where in the davening, it's, it's meant to be used. So the, the, the next type of mahalach, path of davening, is, that we have sources for, is a, is a type of davening called rina. Let's get into this. Rina, he Rina is a tefillah to praise and to thank. So it's a combination. Okay, so when you sing, it's a combination of praising and thanking. Now, notice he's doing this for a reason. Many of us, when we say sing, are going to have different concepts come into our mind. What do you mean to sing to Hashem? So he's explaining what song is. Like soon he's going to explain to us what simcha means. What's simcha? Happiness? Does that mean I have a smile on my face? I can have a smile on my face and be very unhappy. And I can be very happy and not have a smile on my face. Okay? So what exactly is simcha? We'll get to that as well. Bez Hashem. We'll talk about simcha. But Rina, when we're discussing song, does it mean I'm tra-la-la-la, tra-la-la-li? And that's how you sing to Hashem? Or is, it there, or is there something underlying that's there? So he says, what's underlying song? What is Rina? So Rina is a prayer which is being mishabeach. It's praising and thanking. When you feel expressions of praise, we'll see why I would praise something, a power, and thinks that ultimately expresses itself in song. Even if I don't actually sing. But I'm tapped into these ideas, that means I'm davening with the, with the path of Rina. And we find sources for this in the Medjash in Vashanon, which says, A person should just pray, ask for their needs, and go on their way. God, help me out with my parnasa, help with this, help with that, help with my health, I get in tug, have a good day. So Shlomo, King Psalm already taught us, God listens to praise, and tefillah, which means, first, you need rina. Which is to recognize, here's a song, you ready? You recognize the exaltedness of Hashem. Now, how do I recognize the exaltedness of Hashem? I don't know yet. But rina is recognizing the exaltedness of Hashem and connecting Him in prayer in this way. Utfila and prayer then comes about where then I can ask of shal adam. That's the medrash. Then you ask for the needs of a person. So it seems first you need to be maktim, you need to first put the rina, and then you can have the tefillah. 
Okay? Some, sometimes people ask for a favor or they'll mention something and you're like, yeah, why are you talking to me? <laughs> like, no, what? not that I don't like talking to you, but you, you really don't get like what, the, like why they're telling this to you. They're not, they're not venting. They're not venting. They're telling you, like you're supposed to take a hint and I'm, I'm clueless. Like, yeah. And it's like, so? Just so what? So, so what is it? Right? So it's kind of like HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Kaviyacho, so to speak, is we're supposed to recognize that before we get into our nitty-gritty self side of what we need, it's, we're supposed to explain to ourselves why we're standing here. Why are we standing here? Right? We start Shemona Esrei. That's what the Iker Tzil, the main Tzil of Esrei. Right? Baruch Hashem, Aleikeinu v'lekei Aveseinu. Right? The God, the God of our forefathers. Aleikei Avram, Aleikei Yitzchak, Aleikei Yaakov. I'm explaining why I'm here. You're the God of Avram. You're the God of Yitzchak. You're the God of Yaakov. Therefore, I'm Jewish. Right? The story, we haven't told it over in this setting, but there's a great story Chassid uh, said <coughs> told over of the the, the Jose of Lublin so he was known to take care of uh, we shared this I think in the in the uh, women's lunch and learn a few months ago but the uh, the Jose of Lublin um, the, that was that was his title was, uh, Jose he was that's that's how he was known as a big 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 tzaddik and he he would see things. He had vision, vision. Jose, yeah, vision. Yeah, he would be able to be able to see things. But he was, he was. I forgot why he received that specific title. Um, and he uh, um, he was very very careful to give everybody tzedakah. And if you were physically blood related to him, you got double. You got double. All right, that's the halacha is you take care of people who are closer to you first. So basically, the way the story goes, there was one person who figured out a way that he was related to the chose. Figured out a way, you know. You go back, you go back. Somehow, like his, you know, whatever. The great grandmother's sister-in-law was neighbors, you know, whatever. And maybe they were mechutanim. He figured out a way, and he comes into the chose with a whole paper documentation of how ultimately their eighth cousin six times removed. So the Chose looks at him, he says, no, Vaitekrevim, we're distant relatives. Vaitekrevim, Vaitekrevim, I'm not so impressed. They gave him the standard amount that he gives everybody else. So the guy was very tzibrachim, he was very bothered. And he leaves, and on his way out, the Talmidim of the Chose saw that most people walked out with a big smile. This guy walked out with a frown. So he said, why are you so sad? He said, I explained to them, he got a standard donation, and he was hoping for double. So they said, we'll tell you what, the Chose was going to... The Chayz of Lublin used to daven for the Amud. He used to lead the davening. They said, you know, he's going to be davening min chasun. And when he gets to the Chazan's repetition and the beginning, and he says, the God of our forefathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I'm saying, Yaakov, I want you to shout. They tell this guy, you should shout, eh, distant relatives. Avni Yisak and Yaakov. That's what you're supposed to do. So the guy says, the guy says, you're serious? They say, yeah, our Rebbe. Our Rebbe could, could take this. And that's what, and that's what happened. They start Mincha in the middle of the case of Yaakov. And he said, the guy's like, yeah, Vaita Kraivim, distant relatives. So the, the middle of Semino Chazar Sashat, the Chaz of Lublin turns around, he turns beet red. And he, he, okay, he stops, turns beet red, he looks at who shouted it, and he goes back 
finishes the Chazar Sashatz, the repetition, and then after that, he comes over to the guy, and he says, you should know, it was one of the best messages people have given me in years, you deserve double. Deserve double for, for a rebel. In other words, if, if I don't treat you like a blood relative, who says I could be a blood relative? Rav Yisrael you have a point. He goes, mask him. One of the ways to serve Hashem is he might alam us. He admitted the truth when you're wrong, you know, or whatever. So that's the story with Yaakov. But, but that's how we start. Right? We start out with, with praise. We say, why am I here? Rina, so we say, singing and praising, it's, what Rina is, it's you show up in front of Hashem, you say, Hashem, let me explain to you why I'm asking you. And to say why I'm asking you, that is part of, as we're going to get into, the nullification process of recognition that I'm here because you're the one who's going to uh, you're, take care of my needs. And every Shmona Esrei, you will not find a single Shmona Esrei that doesn't start out with the same three brachas. Because the, the three brachas of connecting us back to Hashem, that we're descendants of Aram Yisak and Yaakov, and we have that protection, we have that shield, and then we talk about how HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the all-encompassing power Right, Hashem brings life to to Mesim and He restores. What is it talking about? We're not only dealing. We're not supposed to be keeping in mind those who are literally dead, even though yes, it is true. We know there's a time of resurrection, but in our own life, we go through deaths, we go through difficult times, we go through things. When we daven for Geula, when we daven for redemption, we have to realize we're not we're not only speaking about uh, Mashiach. Each and every one of us have our own geula daily. We have our own redemption. We have our own freedom that goes through, uh, you know, constantly. And and we're recognizing. And who who's bringing this about? This is Hakadosh Baruch Hu. This is uh, so we're recognizing. We're praising our why we're here. We're descendants of Avraham Yitzchak and Yaakov. And then we're recognizing Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the all powerful. And then we say Ata Kadosh. We get into the holiness. Of and after we recognize this, these three legs of Rina, of song, which is the way Rav Shamsham is translating it is Lishabeach and Lahides, to praise and be grateful. There's a reason why I'm here. You're the one who could do all this. Okay? So then we could get into. Uh, we can get into the uh, the tefillah. And the Rambam actually paskins, the Rambam in Rachel Chastvila says uh, that the Siddur HaShavach, who Ma'akev Bikr didn't feel the Raisa, he says that in order to fulfill the biblical mitzvah of tefillah, of daily prayer, which is a biblical mitzvah, it's not a biblical mitzvah to daven from a Siddur. That was set up much, much later. Those are powerful words that the men of the Great Assembly established for us. But we're obligated to pray every day. What does it mean? So what does it mean to pray every day? All you got to do is you recognize, you praise Hashem, you request, and then you give a thanks. Those three, you fulfilled your biblical obligation. The Rabbam seems to imply that that Rina, which is praising and recognizing and thinking, is an ikr part of tefillah. It's not just like, oh yeah, you know, when you ask for something, you're also supposed to say thank you. And you're also supposed to, you know, explain, uh, you know, why you're asking for it. No, it's not... This this is a ikr. This is a main. This is a a main part of of uh, what tefillah, what what uh, what prayer is. Okay, I'm going to skip a couple paragraphs and and shift into a, a greater picture of what we're going to be doing with Rina. So says Rosh Hashanah If anybody's if anybody um, is familiar with the Sharm Tefillah inside, we're going to be picking up from uh, num base the the second. 
the second part of the chapter. The one of the foundations of avoda, avoda does not mean um, labor. Now what's the avoda? We say what's the work? Avoda does not work. Avoda is service. service. It's service of something, offering something, but it, it's not. It's, it's not the way people translate of like uh, labor. Like an evet is like there's labor here. Avoid over here is different. It's not. It's not labor. It's a. It's a service. Come on. I'll prove it to you. Because what's what's avdus? Ready? If you're laboring, there's no simcha. There's no joy. You're you're laboring. But it says the way to do it avdus is with simcha. And when do the curses come? The Torah tells us, right? When it comes to become a chore, when 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 uh, Yiddishkeit Judaism starts to become a chore, as opposed to serving Hashem with simcha. So, being an Ever Hashem has to go hand in hand with being besimcha. You can't be an Ever Hashem without simcha. That's what it says. Ivdu es Hashem besimcha. So Ever and simcha go together. Even though the simcha is a foundational idea within Avaida, simcha also lets me know if I am actually if I'm actually in service of Hashem. Okay, notice the, the words that we chose. Not only is simcha a foundational idea within Avoda, but simcha lets me know if I'm actually performing Avoda. Okay? Yeah. So it's like a litmus test. Correct. But we don't know what it means yet. Yeah. Okay. okay. A person who's standing in davening. Or anything else that Hashem asked me to do. And I'm not in a space of simcha. It's a litmus test. It's a sign. You're not in avoda of Hashem. It's a sign. You're not in avoda of Hashem. You're standing there doing the avoda, and you're not doing the avoda. Sha'al karchach in yadua miu akadosh baruch You must not know what Hashem is, and you must not know what it means to serve Hashem. Tim ha'yaduas apirus shaposhet biyaisa shalshmoyis baruch. If you understood the basics of what it means to serve Hashem, vatoy varach monachem boy, and the goodness that lies in it, it is impossible to not be and to not have simcha. Okay, now. If we're sitting here listening and be like, okay, that's very fluffy, very nice, yeah. very nice, it's fluffy, right? You gotta, you gotta be happy, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah make it go, yeah, right? So, yeah, be translated. I mean, come on, we're not walking around like in laughter the whole day. Well, yeah, who can we're we, not doing that. How could do how that? Can we, how can we do such? Good, such beautiful, life? great. I'm I mean, glad. I'm, I'm, like I'm glad it's bothering you because bothering all of us too. Okay. Listen to this, ready? You see somebody walking in the street. And they pick up a pouch that you know is full of jewels. And he opens it up. What do you expect their face to be? Surprise? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. You look up, you're like, oh, good Lord. <laughs> and there's no change in the person's face. 
Shimon bar, that is a clear sign. You don't know what jewels are. If you knew what jewels are, there would be a reaction. There would be an element of simcha. So let's go to davening. When you stand in front of the Creator, naturally, against our will, we're going to have a reaction. Like, whoa, who am I talking to? Right? The, the, the natural reality is you will have simcha without trying. When you understand what's happening, there will be a simcha there. And if there's no simcha, so against our will, this is not even conscious, it must be, I'm not aware. I don't really know what's happening here. I'm not really aware of what's happening. And since I don't know what's happening, it must be, I'm not doing avoda. I'm not, I'm not tapped into what's happening. It is impossible to say on this person. They're involved in service of Hashem. They're standing in front of, of the master of everything, okay? And, and you don't know what Hashem is, who Hashem is, what, what does it mean to be a servant of Hashem? If, if, if my feelings are not similar to somebody who's received a pouch of jewels, is, is not coming, it must be, I'm not, I'm not connected here. Okay, it just means, again, I'm not, I'm not doing anything wrong, it just it's just for me myself and I, I should realize okay so I'm 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 just missing something. People are telling a joke and they're laughing hysterically and you're standing there like I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I'm totally missing something. Here. I'm missing. Everybody else is having a blast and you're like, woo, right over my head. When my puppy was telling a joke, huh? and this whole long joke and the punchlines in Yiddish. The punchlines in Yiddish. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. They, they, thank you so much. Right. Yeah, and then you have to explain it, right? <laughs> it's not like shaking a lulav, or it's okay, you shook a lulav, you got it done. Again, the vote of tefillah, like we're saying, it's an avayda, it's a, it's a connection, it's a relationship, there's something there, there's something happening, and therefore, if there's no hislavas, if there's no like energy in it, there's no excitement in it, that means I'm truly not in service of Hashem right now. It's not, I'm not having this, this natural um, uh, idea. And this is where, where he's, this is where we're going to get into, uh, the, the, you know, this concept of being besimcha. Okay, so how does this play out? How does it play out? So what, what is simcha? He's going to have to define this for us. Because again, we're not walking around like dancing on top of cars and like, yeah, man, it's incredible. Now, sometimes we do. Sometimes we have this just feeling. Sometimes it does come out. But what is, what is Simcha? What, like, what, what is it? Okay. So Simcha is as follows. Moshe L'chayla. Let's give an example. Envision someone being very sick. Misukan, there's danger. The doctors have told him, him, her, 
we don't really have an answer for you in our hospital. And is feeling very saddened and broken. He knows from the doctors, his Yaishu Mechayev have given up. They 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 say there's nothing else medically that we can do. Okay, she lying in bed. There's nothing to do. The and just then, Shemeyahu he hears, Shehigia Li'iroi, it came to his city, Rofe Mumcha, a specialist, Hayadeil Rafas Machlasai, who has had some success with what you're going through, with what this person's going through. Hari Rak Lishama Oznov, just to hear that there's somebody around who might have a chance. Mismale Libai Bitikva Vesimcha. The person's heart is start to filled with hope and simcha. I don't understand why are you happy. You're still incredibly sick. You're incredibly sick. You don't even know him. You ask him a rifle that the doctor will come to you. You don't know why he's there. He might be on vacation. He's not working right now. You don't even know if he could take your specific situation. <clears throat> the smallest glimmer of hope. It's giving simcha. Now, so now let's get into what simcha. Are you laughing? Are you smiling? No, I'll tell you what just happened. You're starting to feel secure. Yeah? You're starting to feel like there's an element of security here. There's, there's, that's what hope is, right? Like there's a chance here. Simcha comes when you're secure. It doesn't mean I am singing and dancing per se. But I know I'm secure. I'm being held. There's 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 a security here. Let's give you another example. That's somebody who's ill. Doctor shows up. You don't even know anything. But all of a sudden you have a chance. There's like a security that impossible. There's a simcha. Again, nothing good nothing good happened. But it's it's an emotion, it's a feeling. A person has incredible debt. That needs to be paid back soon. You have no clue how it's going to be paid back. Except, all of a sudden you hear that you have an old classmate from high school that's financially well off. You're like, oh, maybe, 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 you know, maybe I could just, you know. Meet them somewhere, and then hopefully the conversation could come around, and you start your mind starts to work. The you don't know the person to be like jump in the lake. I haven't spoken to you in forty years, and people think I have money, and I really don't. <laughs> right? A person who's sick, a person who has debt. We have to realize the same way. When a Raifei Mumcha, a specialist, comes to town, all of a sudden it's like, oh, <clears throat> right? An old classmate that's well off, like, oh. I feel a besafik. Even if a person has a doubt in this world, do you know what it means to be an Eved Hashem? If you think there's a chance that a specialist can help you, think there's a chance that an old classmate can help you, you don't think there's a chance that God can help you? Right? And this is constant. This is always. And it's not like we're going out on a limb. Because we know Hashem is always aware of every last detail that's going on in my life. Even when, there's no chance. With my, with my what's called a flesh with my meatball eyes. 
There's no chance. I still, I have this simcha. Good. I have the greatest specialist who's available. Now again, do I know everything's going to end up the way that I want it to end up? Do I know I'm absolutely going to be cured? I don't know God's plan. But do I know I absolutely could be cured? Yeah. That's simcha. There's security. A person can live secure. If I have, if I live with security, I'm ibdu as Hashem b'simcha. I'm saying this is a this is a powerful idea. Again, simcha is is like there's, there's there's always. I mean, the Creator. Like what else? What else? V'kari l'pam eitzam aminim kol zbrokes shmei atvilasei. So I kashermei but dabar ma shayfechu marsicha lefnei barik misha shayfech v'zmar lefnei ayavai. Sometimes we have to use these visions, says Rav Shamshim Pinkas, to allow ourselves to really grasp what's happening. Like. Like, if I really want to vent, or I want to pour out my needs in front of, of a good friend, I see somebody to talk to, just vent. You could do that to Akadosh Baruch You could vent to Hashem, tell Hashem how angry you are. People are bothering me the whole day, sugar, this and that, and I got this issue, and this is coming up, and this, and the worries, and that, all these things, right? Sometimes we should spill out our bitter conversation in front in front of Hashem, the same way I would in front of Ayavai, and somebody who I know cares for me, somebody who's willing to listen. And the Gemara actually tells us, if a person has a lot of worries, talk, talk it through with people. Don't hold it in. It's a Gemara. They'd be like, oh, it's simple. All good psychology comes from right? So, talk it through with others. Who's the best others to talk it through? Rebani Shlalom. So what could you say? If I make you say Rebani Shlalom, creator of the world. I'm telling you, I'm on the verge of giving up hope over here. Terrible. Ain't called piss in the Ramad It can't get any worse. Yeah? It, 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 there's nothing else. I mean, I, I don't know what else to look at. Spill out your heart. Because of, because of the pain. You say, Hashem, I'm starting to lose hope. You should know this is a very high tefillah of connection. Because I'm talking to Hashem like I would talk to other people. This, by the way, I'm going to put a twist on this. This is why Hashem give us, gives us this ability to understand this and do this with other people. You know why? Because once I know that it's possible to do this with other people, then I can really do it with HaKadosh Baruch. I can really do it with HaKadosh Baruch. All about the talking. This has a lot to do with Emunah Bitachah. It's a lot to do with Emunah Bitachah. I'll tell you, I'll, I'm, I'm going to extend this concept. This is very, this, this <coughs> I don't know, people use the word deep. I don't know where to use the word deep, but there's another layer to this. I'll tell you what another layer is. Do you know what a blessing it is? Don't kick me. You know what a blessing it is for a person to lose their parents? To lose your parents. Not much. Not much. It doesn't feel much at all. Right. Imagine, imagine if your parents lost you. It'd probably even be harder. So isn't it a bracha to lose your parents? What do you want? What do you want? Everybody dies eventually. So what do you want? Do you go before them? You know how hard it's going to be on them? Yeah. So why does Hashem make it that every single person, Teva, nature... I'm not saying it's a good thing to lose our parents. 
Hashem makes it that nature, we all lose our parents. Unless there's a change. But naturally, naturally, people lose their parents. Why? Why do we lose our parents? To free us from <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but, but it continues after death. Yeah, but I got you. But we're, uh, it touches on this. I'll tell you what Chazal teaches us. This is, this is a beautiful, beautiful concept. It's a beautiful concept. And that is there's three partners in the makeup of a person. Gemara Nida Mesachas Nida tells us we all get our white cells, not cells, but like the, the skeletal structure, the sinews, the bones come from the father, the red, the heart, the blood flow, that all comes from the mother. And what makes it all work is the neshama that comes from HaKadosh Baruch Okay? In our lives, we start out with the mitzvah of Kibra Ba'im and, and being Mechaber Hashem. We respect our parents and we take care of our parents. At a certain point in our lives, we're, we are supposed to channel everything to Hashem. Our parents leave. And now I no longer have my father. I no longer have my mother. There's only HaKadosh Baruch HaKadosh Baruch Hu gathers us in when we lose our parents. Now some people unfortunately have to be gathered in by HaKadosh Baruch Hu at a much younger age than others. So we're orphans. Huh? We're orphans. Yeah. But let's say... You have a kid who's an orphan at five years old, right? That person, difficult, not not to, this is not, that person must be on a madrega, on a level, where they can channel all of their love for parents to HaKadosh Baruch Hu at such a young age. Because that's what's really happening. Hashem made the world in a way where, again, we're expected to lose our parents. We're expected to, because what that does is it creates a maturity in us. I, no matter what my relationship and connection was, sometimes you do have severe cases, and you know, there are parents that don't fulfill their job appropriately. But in a standard case, where there's no, we're not dealing with abuse. We're dealing with parents that fulfilled their job as a parent, fulfilled their job as a parent. So that's a network for. Their family. Sasha makes it at a certain point in our lives that network, that foundation leaves, and now there's only Akadish Baruch. This is another layer to this idea. It's another layer. There's a fa- we, we don't think about this, right? Think about it, but this is that's why Hashem made, Hashem made it like we're not we're, we're not meant to have our parents forever. And th- there's a reason. Because we lose our parents and Hashem gathers the Pusik says we're gathered in. We're gathered in um in, uh, uh, in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now why is that another layer of this? Because this gets into Simcha is again The security Hashem wants us to feel secure With Him So That gives feeling of Simcha And when I have these feelings of Simcha I have this expression of Tfila, which is Rina Again what's, what's Rina? What does it mean to sing? What it means is L'shabayach Right? To praise and to be grateful, to be 
that comes when I'm secure in something. So I come in front of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, do I, am I necessarily like bouncing everywhere? Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. I'm besimcha. I know I'm being held. The same way like I, I had no hope until the specialist showed up and I didn't know if he's going to show up. How much more so in front of a Kaddish Baruch Hu? I always know HaKadosh Baruch Hu is there, so there's always the hope, there's always the ability, there's always the knowledge of my situation, and therefore I'm besimcha, I'm secure, I'm secure. I know that anything that could be done, will be done. Whatever could be done to my best interest, in, 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 to, to my benefit, ultimately will be done. V'hinei ha-machshava ba-Kadosh Baruch Hu. Thinking, this machshava ba-Kadosh Baruch Hu, v'kiyom shuvis Hashem b'nagdisah, v'hu dveikas v'kash ha-Kadosh Baruch Hu b'payol. Um, where am I? I'm sorry, I skipped a little bit. Um, yeah, Hasimcha, right? We're, we're touching on Simcha. Let's just do one more paragraph in this, then we'll get into the brachas. I think we're okay. We're at time. So, Hasimcha ina achas mipuas nevesh mikra akariba ali etzem tchunas nevesh betiva kishein ma she sheyapil alal listois mitchunas ativis hanevesh hanetzla hime alamis al yainim shekol mitzusim he atava shleimus v'tanugim shal kedusha v'chol tchunas alamis alhein he simcha. You should know everything that connects me back all the worlds and connects me back to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. It's, it has to do with simcha, because again, the more connected I am, the more layers there are to something bigger happening, the more security I have knowing that there's more here than I know. So I might start to feel yush, and I said, I'm giving up. We're like, oh, you can't give up. You're right, you can't give up. You know why you can't give up? Because even when you give up, you didn't give up. So you can't, it's impossible. Because there's so many layers to our existence and there's so many depths to our existence, you can't. It's, it's, it, it, there's no reality of no hope. Since HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in everything, there's no reality of no hope. By definition, there's always HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So that's it. You can't ever fully give up. You should know all the all, all the prayer that we hear about the angels, the malachim, right? What, what is it all? It's all shira. It's all expressed in in song. You should know all this all the singing and praising of the of the uh, malachim doesn't even compare to somebody who has feelings. They don't have malachim don't have feelings. Who has feelings of of longing and loss, and then realizing that I have a Kaddish Baruch Hu's security? You should know when there's Shira and Simcha, it kind of like defines angels. That's like the definition. That's the only thing. Because really, that's the only existence. Malachim are in existence, and angels in existence. The Rambam holds a Malach is just what am not just, but a Malach is. A Ratzon Hashem. It's a will. So Hashem has the will of healing. So he sends the Malach Rafal. What's a Malach Rafal? There's no body. There's no form. But it's the Ratzon. There should be a Rafuah. So the, this Malach goes and takes care of uh, takes care of that. And all these Malachim that are doing the Ratzon Hashem, their etzem existence, their their essence is Shira and Simcha. And you should know 
The same thing is true of a human. The nishma sa'adam, the, the neshama, are who we are, of a person, in our most natural state, clings to Hashem. And therefore, our, our neshama really always is in a state of simcha. Because it's always connected to our source, which is like Kaddish Baruch Hu. So the, the neshama has that security. The question is, the guf, the body, gets in the way and kind of covers up that neshama. So what we need to do is remove that, and then our neshamas will pick up taka. This is the reality. And once we understand, then we re- and this reality is allowed to be revealed again, so then the simcha kind of kicks back in. The, the joy kicks back in. Okay. So a lot more to this. We'll hold it for the uh, Sharon Batilo. Here, you had a question on this, and then we'll... Yeah, go ahead. So, if there's a chola. Yeah. And I would assume that it's hashkacha, that the person was meant to be a chola. Hashkacha. Okay. So, whatever hashkacha means, yeah. There, there was oversight on it? It's, it's meant to be. Hashem wants this person to be sick. Okay. So, people are dominating for the person. Okay. So, how, does, how do we reconcile? Davening for someone to get well <coughs> when it's hush, it's meant to be that the person is sick. I'm not understanding not, the question. Nothing's wasted. <coughs> not understand the question. Like why would if if Hashem wants someone to be sick, why would we daven for them? So how does davening is davening going to change? It's going to change. Oh, the gotcha, gotcha. How does davening change exeter or things like that? Okay, that's an all-time question. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, we'll go through a couple approaches. A couple approaches given. Uh, I'm not big enough to say which one's correct, but I'll tell you what I've learned. A couple things that I've learned. Um, we're going to... One of my favorite words... the more I live for Yiddishkeit is the perfect symmetry in everything. The, the longer, the, the, the more we learn and live, the more like we see just like the, how everything is interconnected. You know, it, nothing is, stands on its own um, in Taira and Yiddishkeit and life and, and anything. Um, so there's symmetry in Everything that happened in all of ours day today. Hashem absolutely oversaw what happened in your day today, my day today, and all, all of our days today. Um, he also oversaw that we should all come together at this moment in the evening to learn tefillah together. Um, and for the eight to nine billion other people in the world, how, how their days are doing and, and what's going to be happening. Included in the perfect symmetry is that nothing can happen to any of you and nothing can happen to me if you shouldn't experience that. Hashem cannot make you chas v'shalom unwell if it's going to hurt me and I don't deserve that hurt. I understand that. I, God's perfect. If some, like you said, if something happens to me, it must be there's 
That, that was Hashem's plan. And there's, I have to learn something from it. If I'm not deserving of pain, and it's going to pain me if somebody's unwell, that person cannot become unwell. Unless you deserve it. Unless, which is why, when we daven for somebody, we daven for them, we say, amongst all the other sick person, people in Klai Yisrael. And this is why also, the greater we are, with our interpersonal relationships, the more it literally serves as a protection for us. Because if we care about each other, part of Hashem's perfect symmetry is it can only affect you if it, right? If, uh, uh, if that's part of Hashem's plan for you. And if, call it, if, if you need to have that message, otherwise you're kind of saving me. We may have saved each other from various things that could have come about if we had less care for each other. The more people care for each other, the more protection we have. Okay, that's getting a little, that, that could start blowing your mind about, about Hashem's plans, but that's the reality of it. Okay? So let's just, I just want to tap into one approach. One approach is if somebody's ill, let's say somebody's ill, why would that person become ill? It's a message to everybody. So the Gemara says if one member of a community, of a chabura, of a group becomes sick, it's a message to the entire group. Something happens to it's a message to everybody. It's not a message to that person. It's a message to everybody. I'll tell you what happens. This is why. Reuven is ill. Okay, so your question is, that's Hashem's plan. Hashem has a plan for Reuven to become ill. But here's the deal. If Shimon starts to daven for Reuven, Shimon has now made himself closer to Hashem. He's no longer worthy of receiving any sort of pain through Reuven's illness. Hashem has to heal Reuven. For changes. Every, that, so one approach is, this is what I learned from Rav Matasio Solomon in his Sefer on Kinyani Atayra. He says that actually the purpose of tefillah, the way tefillah helps, is by other people making themselves closer to Hashem. Everybody's changing their essence and coming closer and therefore the illness leaves because the illness was only there when people weren't in that state but now that we davened so we connected to Hashem that connection changes the state for everybody and therefore the illness leaves whether or not the person is deserving of receiving doesn't make a difference whether the person because we all cared we all davened and therefore things changed and there's some people who are ill who don't want other people to know but then so that's so, so, so that's that is a point which the Gemara gets into, and the Shulchan Aruch gets into, and that is something that we need to be um, very comfortable with, secure with, and that is Hashem gave us Klal Yisrael for a reason. I'm entitled to my privacy, but. There's a reason why we have an extended family. And if I need that extended family to daven for me, I should let people know. I should let people know. So there is a state where privacy is okay, but if you need people's tefillahs, you should tell people. You should. That's, why, that's exactly why we're here. 
So if you say to Helen, you know, and, you, and you're not sure who you're saying it for, I mean, if you... Marry, it doesn't have the same effect right. because you don't have that same connection, right? That's what the Paiskim say. That's why it's good. It's nice to know what it is. Uh, there's Gemara's ago. The Gemara says if somebody's... If, we just had this a few weeks ago in Parshish Tazriya, Metzer. If somebody's tree, fruit tree, is having a tough season, the, the apples aren't as big as they usually are. The Gemara says the owner should go to that tree, make a red mark on it, so that when people pass by, they could daven for you. Like, hello? Like, seriously? Yeah, that's the lifestyle they lived in. I mean, Yidin lived a lifestyle where we daven for each other. And if if your Parnassa, if your Parnassa could use some help because you want to sell apples, the apples aren't as good, make a red mark and we know to daven for the tree. So have you that's it. The that? Metzaira went outside the camp mm-hmm. and he called out, Tame, Tame. Mm-hmm. Rashi says, quoting the Gemara, why do you say Tame? He didn't say Tame so people stay away from him. He called out Tame so people could daven that he he could have the siyata deshmaya to be healed. He'd be like, go go do tshuva. You'll be healed from your okay. Even to do tshuva, sometimes you need a little extra, you know, a kick in the pants to do well, that. When the Saras showed up on the house, wasn't that like an advertisement to everybody that? When Saras showed up on the house, that's uh, if we want, we can get into that instead of the morning brachas. I'm happy to. I think there's a beautiful message, and maybe we should. So let's let's just hold that question for a minute, and let me see what Mordechai, because that's going to shift us off. So how do you establish that connection? Like if you're going to say to Hilton for somebody, what's the process? Is it just like I'm saying this for? Well, if you if you if you start yeah. to Hilton, she's ran it. Yeah, go ahead. No, like sometimes you don't know. You're not sure in, in a kahila, like after davening, who you're saying it for. Right. So I, I think that's like if you were to know. Yeah, it's more powerful. Okay. It's more powerful because it'll come more from the heart. So it'll be, it'll be a more powerful tefillah. Now, there are times where people either don't yet want others to know, so you do respect their privacy. But if people are fine with people knowing them, then it should be announced. If it's somebody you know, that we're, you know, the, um, this member of the community is having a procedure this morning, let's all uh, mm-hmm. say a couple of them. But if, if you don't know, you don't know, and you still you still get a tefillah, and it's still going to help because I'm still changing, I'm still changing myself. But Victor Miller was very careful, and I tried to do this. I'm not, I did not accept this as a minug, and I don't want to have to be uh, do ataras the darim. Whenever he heard an ambulance with sirens, he said shiramalas. You don't know who the ambulance is going to. I don't know who it is. I don't know what's happening. I don't care if they're old, young, Jewish, not Jewish. Somebody needs an ambulance. Just say to him for them. They should be gazunt. They gebenched. Give people brachas, daven, you know? It's a, but you went to, um, how, do you, how do you establish no, that connection? Was, like, you know you're going to say the tone for Joe Schmo. Yeah. So it was how do you, yeah. what, what's the process of like connecting to the internet? You just, no, so you, you know who you're davening for and you say, Shira Mal's on their behalf. That this, okay, so just have them in mind. Yeah, this tefillah should, should serve as a, should serve as a schos for them. Okay. This tefillah should serve as a schos for them. Yeah, I, I just want to. Um, uh, we'll hold it here for that for for uh, that part of uh, that part of the shear. We're stickle over time, so we'll, we'll let uh, we'll let people leave. If anybody wants to sit around and schmooze uh, about this, we could. Um, uh, a different idea that will, which is uh, about the terrace on the house. The terrace on the house.